Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We thank him, glorify him We send our salutations to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam um, Our discussion today is going to be two in one We're going to look at the importance of seeking knowledge And also um, the importance of helping others when we have the knowledge so to seek knowledge, to be able to acquire knowledge so that you can help yourself. And also we look at after helping yourself to be able to help someone else, the benefit and also the reward that comes with it. When we come here every now and then, we remind each other about things that will be beneficial to us. But we normally try to center our discussion on something that when we live here we can practicalize it straight away we don't want to talk about things that are like fictional we want always whatever we talk about is something that we can practice it straight away so the first discussion will be uh, on, on knowledge by itself as a whole and then we go further on how to share or pass it on to other or how to direct or help someone so that the person can also uh, practice the deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, Kul hal la So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking, Is it or are they equal, those who know and those who do not know? Of course, you cannot compare someone with the knowledge and someone without. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us to ponder over this Are they equal Those who know And those who do not Definitely there are different Those who know might have some sort of attributes And when we talk about knowledge Let's pause for a while And look at the reality of knowledge You cannot compare knowledge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also knowledge from uh, his creation we only need to see things things need to be existing for us to have knowledge about when we are trying to understand something that does not exist we will not have the knowledge until that thing exists so when we are talking about knowledge from our point of view is something that is existing or something that we heard about and we are trying in our way to understand it properly in a sense that when you keep practicing you keep learning about that thing then you become perfect in it whereas when you talk about knowledge regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows before it exists Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the thing before even it comes into existence to the extent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us before you even say it before you even present it for it to even start to come in your heart it's already known so Allah knows what is in the heart already but here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala draw our attention to look at knowledge in, a, in its entirety in a sense that those who know and those who don't are they equal of course the answer will be no 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also spoke about knowledge in a sense by saying, يَرْفَعِ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يَرْفَعْ will raise in terms of status. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to lift الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ Those who believe, those who have iman, Allah is going to raise them in the highest status. Allah is going to lift them up in darajat, in status. But not only the believers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ دَرَجَاتِ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْعِلْمَ And those that have been given knowledge, those that have been given ilmu, both believers and those with the knowledge, Allah is going to lift them darajat, some status. He's going to lift them up. So now we are looking at the knowledge. First of all, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it clear to us, those who know and those who don't are not equal. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, the believers and those with the knowledge, Allah is going to raise them up in a level. So what do we think? Do we want to always be in the lowest level? Or we want to be among those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has lifted in daraja positions so we are here to look at those the prophet sallallahu alaihi said regarding this man yuridillahu bihi khayran yufakkuhu fi din whoever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants him with good allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves such a person he wants something good for that person Allah bless that person with the knowledge. Yufakihu fiddin means he will give him the knowledge that will be of benefit in this deen, which is the jurisprudence. Allah will teach or will give that person, will open up for that person to be able to understand the deen properly. Why is it so? Because when you understand the deen properly, you will act according to the expectation or the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to. In most cases, people want to be religious and they will do extraordinary, but they are not doing it the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants them to. So when we are blessed with the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something good for his servant, he will give him the knowledge that he will understand the deen properly. So here, the third point is what we're looking at. Allah has given us his point. The Prophet is telling us what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for his servants that he loved. He will teach him and guide him and open for him the knowledge of jurisprudence or the knowledge in the deen. The Prophet ﷺ continued to advise us regarding the knowledge and its importance. It's been said, the Prophet ﷺ said, Man salaka sabilan, man salaka sabilan yabtaghi bihi ilma. Whoever made a way, whoever made a way for people to seek knowledge, man salaka tariqan, Whoever make a way, 
ilma that people are seeking knowledge through. Now, let's say you are not a scholar. You don't have the knowledge, but you got the means and you put a structure. People are coming with a teacher to seek knowledge. Or, no, you even did not build, but you help in maintaining a structure where people come and study. What do you get from Allah? Ask the words of the Prophet Whoever paved the way, that knowledge is being seek from. The Prophet ﷺ said, Sahalallahu lahu tariqan ilal jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easier or will make the path of going to Jannah easier for such a person. So when we go back and look from beginning, the importance of the knowledge, they are not equal between the one who has and the one who do not. We come further, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, those who have the knowledge, Allah is raising them in the highest status. And the Prophet ﷺ told us also, when Allah loved his servant, he will make it easier for the person to have the knowledge of the deen. And here the Prophet ﷺ continued to advise us. If we make a way that people get opportunity to come and learn their deen, Allah will make our way to Jannah easier. Now, if that is the case, I will start checking within myself. If I am not a scholar, I don't have the knowledge, but I can support, I can make a way, I can make sure that people who need to learn, they get an environment to learn, and I can do that. Definitely, I know and I believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make my way to Jannah easier for me. So those are the isharat. We are pinpointing things that we can do so that we will take advantage of this reward that comes with uh, the knowledge. The Prophet ﷺ continues to say, وَإِنَّ الْمَلَائِكَةَ لَتَدَعُوا أَجْنِهَاتِهَا لِطَالِبِ الْعِلْمِ رِذًا بِمَا يَصْنَعَ Not only Allah will make the way to Jannah easier for the person who paved the way for seeking knowledge. But angels also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's angels will spread their wings for the person seeking knowledge to walk on because of what that person is doing in seeking knowledge. So look at this concept because we are coming back to what we just said, those who paved the way. We will come back to that. Now the student of, of that is seeking knowledge. Angels have spread their wings for him to walk on because of seeking knowledge for the deen. And not only that, the one with the knowledge that is also sharing. Everything is seeking forgiveness for him, even the fish in the ocean. Everything is seeking forgiveness for the one who is teaching us, 
even the fish in the ocean. So now look at this carefully. If you can get the opportunity to pave a way for people to learn, imagine your reward. Imagine not only you are paving the way, but you can also support in the action. So let's keep looking as we go. So inna la alim alim la yastaghfiru lahu kulli shay'in hatta al-hitan fil ma. The scholar will be getting forgiveness which means everything is seeking forgiveness from Allah to the scholar who is teaching us even the fish in the ocean. Wa fadlu la alim alimi ala la abid ka fadl al-qamar ala sa'ir al-kawakib. The status of the scholar, the teacher, on top of the rest, is like the status of the moon on the rest of the stars. These are the words of the Prophet The status, the position, we're not talking about a rich man, we're not talking about any person, but the one who teaches us. The Prophet said, his status compared to others is like the moon in front of the rest of the stars. So of course, look how, the, how big the moon is. Look how shiny the moon will be on the 14th, 15th, 16th of the month. Knowing that, you ask yourself, what can I do to achieve this? Those are the isharat. What can I do to achieve this? And also the ulama, the scholars, those who have the knowledge, they are the inheritance of prophets. They are those who inherit the prophets. Why is it so? Because they are carrying the job that the prophets are to be doing. Now they take over after the prophets. So the Prophet ﷺ said, وَإِنَّ الْأُلَمَاءَ وَرَثَةُ الْأَنْبِيَاءَ لِأَنَّ الْأَنْبِيَاءَ لَمْ يُوَرِّثُ دِينَارًا وَلَا دِرْحَمًا Because the prophets, they don't leave behind any money for them to be inherited. So they only leave something. إِنَّمَا they only leave knowledge as the inheritance. And those who pick up this knowledge are those who inherit the prophets. Whoever takes the knowledge has indeed took the bounteous reward that one can ever have. So what are we waiting for? If these are the ways that the scholar, those who learn, are going to be given, if these are the ways in which Allah has prepared for those who have knowledge, if these are the ways that those who supported, make the way, helped in seeking knowledge, will be rewarded, what are we waiting for? If we are not this, we should be that. If we are not the scholars, Let's be those who support and make a way for people to study. Let's try to be part of this. It's a big journey. 
it's an important journey. For indeed, if you cannot inherit anyone, but you can inherit a prophet, you have got the best of inheritance. For indeed, whatever you inherit in this world, you're going to leave it here and it will not be of any benefit. But if you are to inherit the prophets, you have got something that you cannot exchange with anybody. Why is it so? Remember, the prophets are the best of people that are on the planet. The prophets are the selected people Allah selected for himself. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, even though you are not a prophet, but you inherit a prophet. Of course, you see a child, you look at the child, you can understand that that is the secret of the father. So when you are to be someone who inherits the prophets, you should understand your position. And that is why the Prophet said, that scholar, that person who has the knowledge, compared to the rest of the mass, he is like a moon among the stars. So let's see which part can we play and how can we achieve this bounteous reward by being those who inherit the prophets. If we couldn't do that, by being supporters and those who pave ways for people to study and get the knowledge. At least, if we cannot be scholars, we can support something that is going on that people will benefit from. These are the course. One of the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu said the Prophet sallallahu alayhi said, إِذَا مَاتَ لِإِنسَانٌ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ If a person dies, his deeds also cut off. No reward, no evil. His deeds cut off, except from three. Number one, إِلَّا مِنْ صَدَقَةٍ جَارِيَةٍ Except if he has ongoing charity then definitely he will be rewarded for that charity as long as that charity continues. And when we talk about Sadaqat al-Jariyah, it can be a well that is, is being dug, or he paid for it to, dig, to be dug, or he himself did it, or a plant that you planted, it's producing uh, fruits or shade for people, or you did something that is ongoing, people are benefiting in a good way. Definitely after your death, as long as that thing still exists, you will be getting reward as if you are still alive. Number two, or knowledge that you were able to spread across that people still benefit. It can be a book you wrote. It can be, no, you only taught people. It can even be you only taught one person. That person continue to benefit from what you taught them. You will still get reward as long as that person benefit from what you taught them. If they are to also teach someone else, you are getting double. Not only the one you taught, but even the one that they also taught, you get reward for that. That is why when we sit down and look at our dean, 
every single person that made a move in supporting someone, teaching, helping, supporting in this deen, that person will be rewarded as long as that help or the whatever he did is being beneficial and people are still using that. Number three, or a child that has been brought up in the right path, they make dua for the parents, they will still get the reward for it. And here the scholars even went further and said, a child that has been brought up in the right path, whether they make dua or the parents to the parents or not, Allah will continue to bless the parents as long as those children are on the right path. Whether they pray, make dua or not. So first of all, we've seen the importance of knowledge to the extent it's one of the only things that can be rewarding even after one's death. So looking at this, now we're going to look at the knowledge itself or when we are able to acquire the knowledge how to pass it to others advise others call people to the right path what are the benefits of that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the quran he is the one who sent amongst the illiterate a prophet. He sent the prophet amongst the men whom he is from them, not a foreigner. But what does he do? What does this prophet do? He recites from heart, not reading from the book. Yatlu to recite. If, we, if he did not use the word qira'a, yaqra means he is reading. But here, yatlu alayhim ayatihi. This prophet, among the uh, illiterates, yatlu, he is reciting the signs of Allah, the verses of Allah to them. When he does that, yuzakihim, or yuzakihim, he purifies them from who they were, to other being like he makes them look better than where they are before and he teaches them the book he when he does that he adds hikmah wisdom in terms of how to understand the book now look at this carefully this verse spoke about what the prophet did or the job allah sent him to come and do he was sent among the illiterates because at that time when Allah sent the Prophet it's not like there are no writing or reading but the Arabs are more into memorization good in poetry so now their system is going to be changed so the one who came and taught them purified them he is the Prophet of Allah and that is our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now we will go to this. We refer back to the, the, our previous uh, discussion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, 
or the Prophet ﷺ told us, those who come and do the work of the prophets, they are those who inherit the prophets. So imagine if you find yourself in a society when you read the book of Allah, you purify the hearts of people. Imagine where can you find yourself if not in the company of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And Allah subhanahu wa taala continued tell us in another verse, "Kuntum khaira umma ukhrijat linnas." You are the best of nation that has been selected or sent among humankind. Why is it so? Why are we the best of nation, Ya Allah? And He gave us, it's more or less like you are asking question and then the jawab is coming. The reason why you are the best of nation is You enjoy good and forbid evil. So you encourage people to do good and forbid them from doing evil. So go back to that verse again. With this understanding, for you to be amongst people, but what you do in their company is to advise them to do good and forbid them from doing evil. What is the reward of that? Number one, Allah said, you will be the best. That is what Allah said. Kuntum khaira ummah. You are the best. So when you find yourself among those who enjoy good, and forbid evil, then definitely you will be among the best company. We go back to our previous surah, وَلَعَصْرِ إِنَّ لِإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُسْرِ Allah declared, every human is at loss. Every human is at loss. Except some. Istisna إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Except those who believe. And their belief did not stop them from doing good deeds. And they enjoy good. And they forbid evil and encourage people to do good and also advise them to stay away from evil. So looking at that, everyone is at lost except those who keep this job. Which job is that? That is the job of the Prophet that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يَتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ That is the job. Now, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi is going to translate and explain these informations that we got. One of the ahadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, مَنْ دَلَّ عَلَى خَيْرٍ فَلَهُ مِثْلُ أَجْرُ أَجْرِ Whoever guides, support, directed people to good, they will get the reward exactly as the person who did the good deed. So when you ask me to pray, when I pray, if I'm to get 1,000 reward, you will also be given 1,000 reward for you guiding me or asking me to. So why will I stop advising people when I knew the reward of it? The Prophet ﷺ said in another hadith, "Man da'a ila al-huda aw ila hudan kana lahu min ajri mithlu ujuri man tabi'ahu." Whoever called towards the right path, whoever directed, helped people following the right path, they will get the reward of the people who followed them. La yanqus dhalika min ujurihim shay'a. 
And it's not because Allah is going to re reduce the reward of the person who did the good. When you advise someone to do good, you will be given equal reward as the person who followed your advice and did good. Without the person losing any reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what do you lose when you can advise and shape someone's life? And the same thing of course, وَمَنْ دَعَا إِلَىٰ ضَلَالَةٍ كَانَ عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْإِثْمِ مِثْلُ آثَامِ مَنْ تَبِعَهُ لَا يَنْقُثْ ذَلِكَ مِنْ آثَامِهِمْ شَيْئًا If you call people towards evil, you show them or you pave a way of disobedience to Allah, you pave a way of doing something that is haram, then definitely you will be with those people that you were able to guide to do that, you will be given exact as these people did when it comes to bad deeds. And this will not be reduced as Quran made mention on the day of Qiyamah when people are being penalized in Jahannam. Then they say, Ya Allah, such and such persons, they are those who misled us. So give them double the punishment. No, exactly what you do that is what Allah is going to give the one who misled you. So the same thing, why can't we be among the good company who can advise people, encourage people to do the right thing? The Prophet ﷺ made mention in another hadith, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ وَأَهْلَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ حَتَّى النَّمْلَ فِي هُجْرِهِمْ Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his angels and the creations in the heavens and the earth, even the ants that are in their colonies, the Prophet said, they are requesting and praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the reward to be given to the person who had knowledge and helping people to do the right thing. Allah is adding his blessings to such a person. Angels are asking Allah to forgive such a person. Even the animals, even ants are saying, Ya Allah, forgive such a person because his job is to guide, is to help, is to call people towards your path. So what else do you want? When even the ants are making dua for you, Definitely, you want to spend every single minute that you can spare in your life to help other people, to teach other people, to advise other people because you know the benefit of this is amazing. The benefit of this is to just to be among those who inherit the Prophet When we look at this, we call each other, we advise each other, we encourage each other, whatever we do, Let's look the importance of knowledge. Let's look the, the position of those who have knowledge. Let's look the level that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has gone to make those who do good in terms of seeking knowledge, in terms of helping people to learn, in terms of advising people, the positions that Allah has prepared for such a person, for such people. Don't you want to be part of it? It's easy to be part of this journey. It's easy to be part of this journey. First of all, try to clear your own ignorance. Learn 
so that you will know how to worship Allah properly. Learn so that you will know how to deal with the people in your community. Learn so that you will know what is halal and haram. Learn so that you can help your family. Learn so that you can clear your own ignorance and conscience. When you are certain, when you are ready, after you clear yourself, then that will flourish. People around you, you can help them. You can benefit them. And at any given time, when you benefit people, at any given time, when you advise people, at any given time, when you found yourself trying or doing your best by teaching people, getting people on the right path, know you are doing nothing but rather the work of the prophets. You have become among those who inherit the prophets. And for that matter, you are one of the selected persons on earth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be proud of. So let's take advantage of this. If we can't, that shouldn't be the end of it. We can be among those who pave the way by supporting anything that will bring about people getting it easy to learn. It can be you are buying extra books to put on the shelf. It can be you are paying the rent for the place to be uh, utilized. It can be you are paying the teachers who are teaching. It can be anything that you can do to support the way so that people will learn and learn properly and learn without any problem. As long as people learn through that channel, you will always get your reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And your reward is not counted as you only bought one book. No. That one book, how many people are going to learn from that? Allah knows best. But not only that, the people who learn from that book, when they help other people, when those people also help other people, imagine how many generations what you have taught one person can cost and how much reward you will be claiming in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the knowledge of the deen is one of the special things. Only when Allah loves you, Allah gives you that. Only when Allah loves you, whoever Allah loves, good for the person, he gives them the knowledge of jurisprudence. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us opportunity in all our endeavors to be able to at least if we cannot be scholars, we should be among those who support for others to be able to learn the deen. We can say we're going to take scholarship. We got a smart boy or smart girl in the community. MashaAllah, tabarakallah, they learn so quick and easily. Okay, let's sponsor such a child. How can we do that? There's a place where they do uh, Quran memorization. We're going to take that child there. We're going to pay for their transportation. We're going to pay for their fees. Let them learn so that they will come back and benefit the community. So there are lots of ways in which we can be part of this journey for other people. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and give us the understanding. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to support us in everything that we do, especially when it comes to the deen. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and give us the understanding so that we can practice the deen properly. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nishadu Allah ilaha illa anta wa nasakfiruka wa natubu ilaik. 
سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين